Hello, hello, hello. I want to say welcome. Welcome to all the new people also. Because we, since our last one, we got a lot of new followers. And hopefully you guys are listening to this. So this is the Bravo Wild Black Podcast. The fourth episode. So we're so excited. Literally. And guess what? We will not keep you waiting. Because I know that you see the title of this podcast. And you see that we were literally on a Zoom call with the real housewives of Potomac. And we are still on cloud nine from it because it was so amazing but <laughs> it was unreal. i it still was, can't believe that we did that shit like it was amazing and i just felt like and it was so chill too because obviously we were nervous because it's like hello the real housewives of potomac the queens of potomac they don't play in the p so like i'm not even gonna lie i we fully dressed up because we weren't <laughs> sure we weren't sure how much of us were going to be showing the screen, and we just wanted to dress up and have a kiki with them. We got some strawberry wine, and it was just such a fun time. So what actually happened was we were able to see the two new episodes that everyone's seen by now a little bit early. That and exclusive. Ex- it was so exclusive, you don't even know. But <laughs> but we watched it, and then like right after we watched it, we had a Zoom call at 8 p.m. Everybody was on time. It was just so exciting. And we got these exclusive Real Housewives of Potomac Zoom backgrounds. And if you want proof of this, because I'm not lying, you can go to our profile. and <laughs> We, we have this. the pictures. We got the you, pictures on our profile. have the receipts okay and um yeah so who was there robin we had ashley we had (laughs) first off robin with her french fries robin was eating the whole time and like that's when i felt comfortable because i was like okay like (laughs) we we also had monique and wendy and ashley and giselle and Giselle, yeah, it was Giselle, Robin, Monique, Wendy, Ashley. And then, um, what do you call it? So we basically, okay, it was them talking about the season overall. And the last, like, 30 minutes was reserved for asking questions. And it was clear that Karen, I feel like Karen wasn't there because Karen is Karen, like she's busy, you know. She's she's getting shouted out by Rihanna, so I don't think thing. that Karen had you know the time. But on top <laughs> of that, I I also seen how many housewives they already had on. So yeah, once that I was seen... literally so much of the cast. We did not expect that. We thought that maybe one or two would be there, and that's yeah. pretty much it. But when like what five of them showed up across our screens <laughs> like my mouth dropped it was very obvious and i didn't know everyone could see us but apparently they could i kept um, forgetting I, also, I was on camera like. right and it, what sucked was that like we did ours from a laptop so everyone <laughs> was talking in the chat like um for example i'm just gonna name a few of the people who are our friends our social media friends who are also on the call Mm-hmm. Um, Real Moms of Bravo mixing with Manny. It's Jeff Epstein, Lucy on the ground, two Bravo sisters, Joe Gunn, Black girls who love Bravo. Um, who else was on it? Ooh, the Bravo breakdown. Sasha, I love her. Mixing with Mani, 
and a few other people that we um you know interact with oh oh no bravo she was also in there love her and so everyone was like chatting in the zoom group chat and we weren't able to like chat because we had like our <laughs> laptop and a separate yeah. webcam the way it was set up was so weird <laughs> it, it, yeah because we just we, we were doing it from a laptop so anytime we would reach forward to like type <laughs> You could tell that we were reaching forward. <laughs> so that's why we didn't interact. But so the only time that we were able to type was like, like when we asked our question. But anyways, so these are the details, the juicy details of Go what happened tea, during, mm-hmm, during the Zoom call. And this is only what I can tell you legally, honey. So um, Wendy and Ashley are the only two that haven't talked since filming allegedly child so i i want to see how that plays out on screen and then i think um candace wasn't there but candace probably wasn't there because monique was and they clearly don't f with each other because if you've been on instagram literally anytime this week (laughs) a lot of stuff is unfolding on these instagram lives okay not not even that but but twitter have you been seeing (laughs) oh twitter is a little bit like wow especially during these twitter fingers i can't During the episodes, yeah, if you guys ever want to talk to the girls, they're very accessible on Twitter during the episodes. Like, they'll respond. And that's what I love about the Potomac girls. Like, they love their fans. They love the Bravo fan base. They love the fan accounts. And that's why they're, you know, part of the top. Other than making amazing episodes, obviously. But, yeah, so Wendy and Ashley are the only ones who said that they haven't spoken since this whole thing was filmed. Candace wasn't there because Monique was there and Monique and Candace still don't fuck with each other. And yeah, you guys obviously know why. Um, so Giselle, Giselle was speaking about, I know that you guys saw in the first episode that her daughters were a little bit hesitant seeing that her mom, I mean, their mom was back with their dad, Jamal Bryant, pastor yeah. Jamal Bryant, cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> But um, she says that, you know, they've adjusted since then because Giselle and Jamal are still together. They're going strong, as you can see on social media. So that's good to know. You know, I think that it's natural that they would question their father's intentions because, you know, they love their mom. They live with their mom. Not that they don't love their dad, but it's just like, it's very weird because, you know, she was dating. He was obviously dating. And, you know, now they're together and it's probably like weird because they're older now, too. So they get to observe it a lot. But it's good to know that, you know, their relationships have like improved. As far as Robin, the only thing that really Robin was talking about was like one of the most exciting parts of the season that has already been spoiled that Juan proposes. And what she was saying was that she wishes that that moment wasn't spoiled because it's a big moment like not even just for her obviously it's about her and Juan but just like Bravo fans in general we've been wanting Juan and Robin to like make it official again since season freaking two basically (laughs) you know what honestly I felt that coming because once Juan sat down with Giselle in that restaurant I was like oh okay (laughs) yeah 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 I think she meant in in a sense that like when he proposed, it was all over the blogs. Like, you saw exactly, like, where the setting of it, 
you saw how it happened. So it was completely spoiled. So she was kind of bummed about that. But at the same time, she was happy to say that, you know, they're together. And as far as, you know, a wedding, she's just saying that they're taking their time being engaged. And obviously, who wants to get married in the middle of a freaking pandemic anyway? Nobody. <laughs> she was also it's so saying, depressing. Yeah, it really is. Like, I know that Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules, she was saying that because she was supposed to get married to Randall in April. Then they pushed it back to summer. Then they pushed it back to September. But she's like, you know, it's clearly not safe. And I don't want to be the reason that anyone gets sick. So we're just going to completely push that to 2021 because she doesn't want to look back on her wedding photos and seeing people wear masks. Like, I would not want to see, see that either if I was having yeah. a wedding. <laughs> that's so, like, that's going to be so, that's so awkward and kind of, like, sad. And then on top but, of that, social distancing. You don't want to, yeah. you know, have, because weddings require, you know, big groups of people because you want to invite all your friends and family. Yeah, you don't want anyone to be left out. Yeah. And it's just a weird situation all around. So I don't, I don't, you know, blame Robin or Lala for like pushing their wedding back. Plus, there's literally no rush. They can always literally just go down and get married at the courthouse, and they're legally married, and then just celebrate later. So that's a good thing. Um, as far as Ashley, Ashley talked about, you know, we see her on TV talking about postpartum feelings and depression, and this is something that's very real for like a lot of women so she kind of opened up about that and you know being a mom to baby dean i love and, that yeah i like seeing her as a mom and i love the way that it bonds her and monique and she definitely has a new mom glow like it, it, you can tell by her face that she's a new mom and if you watch her stories she's always with dean and dean is dean is like a super baby he's always like p- doing push-ups and stuff <laughs> <laughs> He's stronger than me, literally. But what? <laughs> what she? Yes, I'm Not telling stronger you. Stronger than you. Dean and me cannot go head to head in the push-up competition because I can't even do one full push-up. So what she also said, y'all, was that they were going to have a hard season. Her and Michael Darby are going to have a hard season, straight up. Like she was honest about that. Um, she said that you know he kind of messed up and. But obviously, they, they worked it out because they're still together, so right. as you can see on social media. So that's good to know because, you know, they had a freaking, they have a little family now. So it would be really sad if they didn't work it out. Well, I'm excited to see how that plays out. You know, I really like Ashley, and I, and I like her marriage with Michael. So uh, best mm-hmm. of luck to them. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't want, cause it's always something with them. But they found their way back to each other. Because remember, she even moved out at one point, And, like, they were thinking about divorce at one point. So it's yeah. kind of crazy. So I feel like if they can go get through that and also the allegations from last season, they can pretty much get through anything. Mm. And then as far as Monique, Monique was talking about, obviously, the big elephant in the room. She didn't dance around it. She was like, yes, we had the fight. I'm not proud about it, but that's just not who I am. And she definitely seems remorseful about that. Right. And she wants to put that, you know, like behind her. So I don't blame her for that because, I mean, obviously she did tell Candace that she was going to drag her last season and everyone loves to like bring that up. But usually she's not really like an actual 
physically violent person because they all get up in each other's faces, all the housewives in general. It's not just the Potomac girls, not just the Atlanta girls, all the housewife girls get in each other's faces. But she did seem remorseful. She did seem like, you know, she acted out of character. And, you know, that's just not who Monique is. Yeah, I I, I know Monique's a, a good person. And yeah. I, I think also, things just got out of hand. Yeah, it definitely did. And she also... Um, she also said that she has a lot of other things going on this season, which she does. Like, you see that she has a friendship with Ashley, which I love to explore. But she mm-hmm. also is going to have some drama with Charisse, the OG who came back to Sarah in trouble. <laughs> anyways, anyways, it was very clear someone was looking for a storyline, and you know, I guess it worked because Sharice is going to be seen multiple times this season. Don't do Sharice like that. Well, I mean, it's very clear. Like, it's, I'm not doing her any kind of way. I don't feel a way about Sharice at all. But I just know that it's very clear that she's looking for a storyline, and it halfway worked. But she's not even mic'd up. So all I'm gonna like, say is. I would like to see it. <laughs> and you're going to see it, baby. You're going to see it. Um, another thing that I want to add is that the new girl, Wendy. Wendy was literally so she nice. very nice. She showed her, like, personality during the freaking, um, you know, the freaking live chat, the Zoom meeting. And she was answering questions. She was interacting. She she just seems like really nice. So I'm excited to see how, you know, what where her storyline takes us. And I know that you know she's going to get into it with a couple people because she is friends with Candace now. So she ain't going to be no angel. And you know, ever since I've seen them like together, I I could see them being friends. Like even if I yeah. didn't know them, I could see them being friends. For sure. For sure. But we, you know, shout out to Wendy. She was like, like, we really got to see like a piece of her personality. And it kind of made me, you know, look at her differently on the show because we haven't really seen much of her on the show. Other than like that iconic moment where she's like, someone passed me the alcohol. Where's the alcohol? <laughs> like my entire life. What I do love about the Potomac Girls too is that um, they absolutely like, this is for my Bravo fan accounts that are listening to this. Mm-hmm. or any of our bravo meme makers like they recognize y'all and they recognize us like especially like w- me and aaron we didn't put at bravo while black as our like screen name we put kaya and aaron and you guys really don't know us as that you know us as at bravo while black so when it was our turn to ask our question by the way our question was um we asked monique and ashley because they're both into natural things what we should do to keep our immune systems you know, ready to go during the coronavirus to, like, fight off any, like, sickness. And Monique gave us some good advice about, like, what kind of, like, essential oils and um, vitamins and minerals and stuff like that that we should do to fight it off. It's boring, but that's the question that we asked because we were nervous and we didn't want to start no trouble. So, but they, um, when we asked our question, I was like, okay, our tag is Bravo Wild Black. And Ashley was like, I know y'all. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, she knows us. Like, she didn't Mariah carry us. She knows us, though. We're famous, mama. We're famous, mama. I might have. But, yeah, <laughs> like, like uh, they definitely pay attention to all of the fan accounts who's been 
promoting the show. And they even went on Instagram stories. I know Robin for sure. Like, all of them really reposted, like, mm-hmm. after the Zoom call. But Robin for sure was just like, yo, we just got off a Zoom call with the amazing fan accounts who's pushed this show further than it, you know, ever was. So, you know, your work doesn't go unnoticed. Our work doesn't go unnoticed and keep making those memes because they appreciate it. And I think that in general, like, um, our memes and our posts and things like that, it definitely helps people like tune in because you know that Potomac was the underdog for like the past few seasons. And now, you know, people are like, don't sleep on Potomac. The word is you have to watch Potomac. And I'm so glad that people are doing that. And you shouldn't because it's it's honestly a great show, especially looking at all the other Housewife franchises. Mm-hmm. It's not one thing that, you know, the other shows have that Potomac doesn't have. Potomac has everything yeah. that you can think of. The cast is great. The drama the is great. Lines, the, yeah, the <laughs> drama, the, the cast trips even are luxurious and great. The families are interesting, especially like the freaking samuels family they're like the presidential family of potomac so if you haven't been watching potomac and you are listening to this please watch potomac and just let us know what you think and shout out to monique's fish tank by the way oh my god monique's fish tank was like i'm gonna bring that up every chance i get (laughs) because it's the, the most beautiful aquarium i thought we were at the georgia seaquarium where like <laughs> where like every species of i thought I, I swear behind monique i saw a shark swim like i saw not bruce, a shark bruce from finding nemo who was in her tank and i'm like <laughs> wow i cannot wait <laughs> to be able to afford more than a beta fish that i can't keep alive more than two months but yeah, shout out to her freaking aquarium. Also, shout out to freaking T'Challa, man. Yes, T'Challa. I was just so proud to bring that up. How did we not bring up T'Challa? T'Challa has... He was found and he is safe he's and stressed. sound now. If you didn't even know, like, T'Challa got lost the day of, like, Sunday. And he was found on Monday. Thank god because that stressed me out like i even posted i was like if y'all know anybody in potomac that see this bird with the red tail and he's gray and he's an african i don't even like birds but i'm like t'challa is he honestly just needed to get away for a little bit you know yeah he was like child i'm I'm gonna come back home now exactly like he just needed to go and have a moment to himself and that's literally okay but next time let us know t'challa you know Give us a heads up. Give us a heads up so we're just not stressed about it. Like, just let us know. Like, I need some personal space. But I heard that he's learning to talk. Monique said that he's learning to talk. So next time he goes, he'll probably, like, tell us, like, be right back or something. And we don't have to stress about it. (laughs) Yeah, so hopefully we're invited to another Zoom meeting and we can meet T'Challa. Oh, my God. T'Challa V. Samuels. All right. So, guys, now we're going to get into Race in America. Ooh, I'm uh, so happy that they did this. this like I'm so amazing. freaking elated. And it wasn't a little 30 minute put together, drag together show. It was a production. It a was whole an hour, hour. A, an hour and a half, honey. It was oh, an yeah. hour and a half, remember? Um, we live tweeted it. 
And it was just so good to see that Bravo is actually like committed, just as in the title, they're committed to making this a movement and not a moment. Like they didn't just have a special and like sweep it under the rug. They put this together and Candy Burris actually said that this was put together by a team of um, like black owned producers. Oh wow! So black producers put it together, which is amazing. And it came out amazing. Like, I don't know. Like, I have never seen, like, anything like it on cable TV, you know? I felt like, it, you know, it was something that's extremely important for people to see, um, mm-hmm. especially during a time like this yeah. on, on TV. A lot of people talked about the lineup. Maybe it, it would have been best at, a, at, a, at another time. Well, I don't know why, because the thing is, it came on right after Potomac. And I understand that, you know, the second episode of Potomac was already shown on Twitter and on On Demand the, the I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. But that's still a pretty good spot because usually Watch What Happens Live comes on after. So that was a perfect spot, in my opinion. Um, in in the special, um, I, it featured some of the more woke Bravo liberties. Um, it featured... Candy and Todd from Real Housewives of Atlanta, as well as Portia. We had yes, Portia Hosea Williams. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. We had Garcelle representing for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she—that's important because she's the first Black woman to join Beverly Hills. So I, I love, love that her. for her. Um, and then we had Bronwyn, uh, from Real Housewives of OC, Orange County, baby. So, you know, she was there. Leah McSweeney was there from Real Housewives of New York. Yeah, because I saw her literally on the ground during the protests and stuff like that. So she's been, her and Bronwyn have been being actively anti-racist. Yes, and I'll tell you why Bronwyn has doing is doing her thing in a few, um, Mm -hmm. because her her hers actually stood out to me. Um, And then we had you know Giselle Bryant from Real Housewives of Potomac. We had Gregory Gorday from Top Chef. Um, he's also part of the LGBTQ community. Um, you know, there was a little line where he talked about how this is also affecting the trans community. Yes, so, because all Black lives matter. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So, you know, I'll talk about that as well. So Because I hope they do something with uh, for the trans community as well, because I think that's, that's very important. Um, we also had Simone and Toya. Oh, for Paris and Madison? Yes, yes. Um, Toya came with Eugene. You know, Eugene spread some knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. And then we had Dr. Britton, of course. Paris um, Medicine Married LA. to Medicine LA. So, you know, and I wanted to be specific with you guys because I know it's a lot of franchises. So sometimes the girls can be confusing, you, you know, and you can get them mixed up. So mm-hmm. I wanted you guys to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, so in the Race of America special, the Race in America special, Bravo Liberties touched on issues like systematic racism, as well as the unfair judgment placed on African Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, the special actually began with people protesting outside of Gregory Gorday's home. Um, so that shows you that this is an issue that has been ongoing. This is an issue. Oh, that- so there's still there's still protesting going yes. on, which a lot of people don't realize because the media isn't covering it as much. But people are still fighting. And if you are still fighting, shout out to you. If you can't be in the streets, please continue to post on social media 
educate your friends, you know, educate your family and just make sure that we're still talking about this. But go ahead. Exactly, because these are issues that are that still affect us. Um, one thing I found extremely relatable is when Garcelle talked about how she felt misjudged because of her skin tone. Um, she said she walked into the store in NYC and one of the staff members hesitated to show her a bracelet behind the counter. Like, and she was acting real stank about it, you know. I um, believe it. <laughs> she told Garcelle that the bracelet was one of their high-end items. Like, do you know who like, Garcelle is? First I'm of like, all, from the, first of all, from the Jamie Foxx show, you're gonna like, sit in her the face. Jamie Foxx show, Spider Man, that movie on UMC. She was a model. Like, let's not act like we don't know who Garcelle is. But at the same time, I think that that was so important because it's relatable. Like, I can't tell you how many times yeah. that I've gone into a store. And, you know, I could literally feel all eyes on me. And it's like, girl, don't nobody want none of this shit. <laughs> exactly. And they're watching your every move. And it's every like, move. realistically, you're just looking around and you're just trying to find something. Yeah. To and I you- always feel a certain way. I always feel guilty about not buying something when I'm in the store because I feel like, you know, they think that I'm stealing. And it's just an unfortunate reality that, you know, my mom prepared me for. I experienced it firsthand and it just really, really sucks. So I'm glad that she brought that issue up because I it, definitely want to speak on it. It really is. Um, you know, it, as soon as I see signs of that, I usually leave the store immediately. Yeah, they don't save uh, your money. And and then on top of that, everything that's going on, you know, I just I just don't want to deal with any issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's unfortunate that that has to even be on your mind when going shopping. Yeah. You know, shopping is supposed to be something that you do for fun. And it's just, it's not any fun anymore. I'm not having fun. It's not having fun. (laughs) You know, um, the cast also shared their thoughts and, you, you know, they talked about their experiences with a few of the Karens that they've interacted with. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Portia, <laughs> this, this is a mess. I, I just can't even. Portia said that her old condominium tenants, um, they thought she was a dog walker. I hate that because it's like, I, you what? know that I live in a freaking predominantly white neighborhood and I definitely like get looks as if like you know what are you doing over here and it's like i'm paying my money just like you mind your freaking business exactly and you know it's it's a shame that you have to be (laughs) a dog walker it's like a dog why why can't i be the building owner you know right Right? (laughs) why can't i be the building owner and i I can be the mayor exactly and realistically that's portia she could have been the building owner you know it's ridiculous she also talked about how she was at a dog park and somebody asked her for her nanny services what you know what i don't like not believe it though because um i remember that like when my best friend she had her baby Mm -hmm. um and she's white like one of my best friends, because I have so many best friends. I'm sorry, I'm popular. But um she <laughs> you're my best friend also though, so you should feel special. But she, you know, um, I was holding her baby and like we were at Super Target and 
it's just very uncomfortable when people were just like staring us down because I'm a black woman with a white baby. So they either think that like I'm the nanny or I'm like freaking kidnapping this child. <laughs> like when in reality, <laughs> it's a lifetime movie story. That's that's my freaking goddaughter. Like there's no, I don't want a child at all right now. So everyone, mind your freaking business. It costs zero dollars to mind your business exactly. and don't jump to conclusions because, like, you're not in gymnastics. Because so. at the end of the day, black people are just like everybody else. We just want to relax. We want to chill. We want to go grocery shopping without everybody looking mm-hmm. at us. Like, we're about to run off with the store and everything in it. Um, <laughs> we just want to eat at restaurants. We want to be able to pick out high-priced items without being side-eyed. You mm-hmm. know, if we ask to look for a bracelet behind a uh, the counter or something like that it's insane ridiculous um so you know aside from that um another thing i found interesting was when dr eugene and toya talked about their experience with unfair treatment in the physician's office i yeah. never thought that you would have to worry about that in places like a doctor's office where oh. the, you know these places are supposed to be your safe, safe place. place yeah and it's you not and, and it's not so if you can't trust your position, who can you trust? Honestly. Exactly. It's upsetting me and my homegirl because we feel like if we can't trust our doctor, then who the hell can we trust? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and Dr. Britton also talked about how this could affect patients that might be going through a sickle cell crisis. Um, yes. And, and that's intense. Like, these physicians need to be sensible. And fun fact, in case you guys don't know, I suffer from sickle cell disease, not the trait, the disease. And basically what it is, it's an invisible illness. My red blood cells are shaped sickly. So uh, it makes it hard for oxygen to be carried through my body. So uh, many effects of this is like I feel lethargic a lot of the time. I can't do certain things like to exert my body. I can't you know, show like certain emotions. Like I can't get too mad, too upset, too excited. I can't, you know, uh, even with like flying, I would have to stay hydrated. But the most thing that affects me like really like intensely is the pain crisis. Like I'm more susceptible to blood clots and just the pain crisis is like you get pain in your joints, in your chest, in your back, like all over your body. I'm talking excruciating pain. And these episodes could last from days to even weeks. And we get prescribed, um, you know, painkillers, like, you know, controlled substances, painkillers. And I see that my problem is when I go into the hospital, it's like they don't believe that I'm feeling the amount of pain that I'm feeling, even though I'm crying I'm screaming. I'm at the top of my lungs. Like, you can tell that I'm in pain. Like, you can't fake that. And I get treated like a drug addict. <laughs> and and they also they also talked about that. Um, they said that, um, you know, this this whole stereotype that Black people are susceptible to pain. It's like, what kind of shit is that? Because that goes back to, like, old times in slavery and when they would test on 
slaves and they believe they would do sur- surgeries while the slaves were awake like this old thing but it translates into like modern science too that they believe that black men and women aren't as susceptible to pain and we can't feel pain and i definitely get treated like a drug addict when i go to the hospital and even like when i just bring in my prescription from my doctor i often have a hard time getting my prescription because they believe that you know i might be a drug addict and that's something that i really like pray to god that's that something is literally done about it it's not okay at all so i'm so glad that britain brought that up because that's just my personal experience and i'm so glad that that was brought up so i can share it with you guys in case you know any doctors nurses you know tell them to be you know more sensitive to their black patients especially those with sickle cell just because i look like like i look like a regular person like i don't look like i have a disability i don't look like i have a disease i'm a i'm not like super like skinny or anything I look like a regular person, but when I have those attacks, those sickle cell episodes, it really, really, really affects me, even though you might not be able to see it on the outside. So shout out to Dr. Britton for bringing that up. And shout out to you for sharing your story. Like, I don't think you understand how brave you are for doing that, because it's a lot of people who are going through this and who don't feel necessarily comfortable enough to uh, share their story. So, you know, hopefully this this can help. Yeah, at least start the conversation or just talk more about it. But yeah, that's what's going on with me. But we're just going to move on to more positive things because it definitely upsets me. I just wanted to share a little bit of personal experience on it. But can we talk mm-hmm. about Bronwyn? You said you want to mention earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Bronwyn's actually talked about how she's been educating her kids on Black Lives Matter and the issues going on in the Black community. Um, she also talked about the top behavior in the white community and how you yep. have to unteach yourself these behaviors because it's so many white people that are brought up, you know, it's multi generational grandparents, their great grandparents. Mm-hmm. It starts at home. Exactly. And you have to take the time to not only educate your kids, but educate yourself as well, because there's something I, I believe there's there's something new going on every year. And, and I just can't. I honestly I feel just you. can't, but I feel you. It's just so tiring, y'all. It's just tiring being black in general. So just bear with us. Yeah, and, <laughs> and like I want to come out with a special call: being black in the in also going through the pandemic. Like black not- in the pandemic. That's so true. Like not even to be funny, even though we're joking. Like black people have a completely different like it reality is. when it comes to the pandemic. When it comes to testing, exactly. When it comes to insurance. When it comes to being on the front lines of essential working like it's a serious problem because this was a big year for everyone but especially us because of all that's going on um especially with george floyd you know we have brianna taylor um it's a lot it's It's like we're already going through so much during like just like you guys during the pandemic then we're disproportionately affected by it but but then on top of everything we're watching people being slaughtered our people being slaughtered and no consequences so it forced us to take to the streets and you know reawaken this movement that has been going on for years now so it's it's definitely stressful but i'm glad that we're talking about it 
I am too, and I'm glad they came out with a special dedicated mm-hmm. to things like this. Sure. Um, you know, overall, I feel like the special was very good. Um, I will say that I would have liked to see um more of the Summer House cast members, maybe the Dallas Girls, maybe some people from Southern Charm, or and oh. if not, if oh. not that. I would like for them to line the net special up like after Real Housewives of New York or Real Housewives. Uh, I think definitely placing yeah. the special in a different uh in a different time slot would be cool and you know have some other Bravo celebrities for the next one if they want to continue the conversation, which would be amazing. But as far as like who was there out of those franchises, you know, some of them are more active than others, but I feel like that they picked people who can actually like contribute to the conversation and aren't just there as, you know, just to be there. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like these specials can also teach lessons, especially to, you know, maybe we might have some white Bravo celebrities that aren't necessarily aware or if not if not they 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 might just how can i explain i feel like they can just like educate themselves and maybe they should just tune into it (laughs) you're right yeah you're definitely right about that (laughs) but overall like it was a great special like it was uh, it was something it was not a treat because it's unfortunate that we have to have a special on race but it was a well-needed conversation and that's all i can say definitely um so So we are gonna sign off because this is not gonna be a super long hour podcast like we usually do but we do have a little treat we are bringing back hypothetically housewives this one is super simple though um the question is who would you personally want to be in a spinoff show with from either real housewives of atlanta Real Housewives of Potomac, Married to Medicine, or Married to Medicine LA. And I'm not talking about who you want to have their own spinoff. I'm talking about who would you want to star in a spinoff with from those shows? Um, I think you already know what my answer is going to be. Um, It's definitely going to be Miss Quad. Miss Quad. She got it. it. She She got it. it. Um, it's, you know, because I I do enjoy cooking, if you guys don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. I do it every now and then, because I'm tired most of the time. But when I have some energy, I do enjoy cooking. I think that she would do a lovely job, especially since she has her new cookbook. Um, if she had a cooking show, you know, me and so you would have a cooking show with quad. Absolutely. And we would invite other bravo liberties on as guests Ooh, and like it could be like that snoop dog show with martha where you have celebrity guests but instead of celebrity guests it will be bravo guests and they would bring their favorite dish to cook i love it i love it i would love to see you guys literally bring on like sheena shea and the season finale would definitely be andy cohen if possible (laughs) andy what does andy cook does andy know how to cook I That's don't know, what but I'm we, to we're know. gonna find out because Andy what a good a season finale! Oh my god, can we fast forward to See? production? Like, I'm telling out? you, Bravo, just call <laughs> me. You got our email already. <laughs> they sure do. Um, <laughs> so who yeah, would be yours? Would watch it. Damn, now yours literally like just sounds so good. Like I just want to join your show, but obviously I have to choose one. I would want to have a spinoff with Portia. 
and it would be like there'd be so many things going on because she just seems like a good time to freaking hang out with like i I literally wish that i was lauren lauren's cool but it's like imagine having portia as a freaking big sister we would drink hennessy we would literally go get our hair done with with the go naked hair (laughs) She (laughs) she would teach me a thing or two about activism being in the streets like i can't say that i would get arrested but i would definitely be there to bail portia out um we would play with pilar she's so cute you know we would go out clubbing and just living our lives you know i feel like a spinoff with me and portia portia and kaya kaya and portia if she's feeling generous <laughs> it would be a fun <laughs> show <laughs> k and p p and k i know right I I know. I don't know, you know. So if if we come out with our shows, I want them to be lined up one like after yeah, another. one right after another. And we, but there's just so many things that we can do with like both. Ooh, and we can have a freaking crossover. Me and Portia would come on your show, <laughs> and we would cook. I don't know what Portia we would cook, but I know that plan. she can cook. We have a whole plan. And I then need on to figure top out what that, I'm gonna cook. Yeah. I, what? Are, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would I would have to I don't what's your what's your best dish that you make? I wanna know. I don't wanna say it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna say it because then everybody's gonna be like, oh, everybody makes that. Because Are you, know, you gonna think- say chicken Alfredo? Are you gonna say chicken or shrimp Alfredo? I don't know. Are you gonna say possibly so Possibly. everyone, his best dish is chicken Alfredo, and he needs to say it with his chest. Okay, my I'm best dish honestly... is chicken Alfredo, but I also make some mean fried chicken wings, okay? And I also can make bourbon chicken, so... You can? Okay, I cannot wait until check you make that, out. that for me. I think my dish would definitely be shepherd's pie. Either shepherd's pie or, like, sweet chili. In your wings. I love your wings. Oh, yes, yes. But, you know, I just throw barbecue sauce on them and some seasoning. So, yeah. So, if we come out with a cooking show, if me and Quad do, um, we can invite a few of you guys. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully hopefully around that time, you we don't have Portia, to deal with all that. Portia, yeah, no, this will be way post-coronavirus. But Portia's friends with Monique, and she's friends with Tania. So I would I would hope that she would invite me to the girls and we have a nice girls trip. And then literally during our girls trip, we fly you and Quad out and we have a special episode of Portia and Kaya times absolutely Quad and Aaron. And it would be like a freaking fun time. And honestly, that can be an hour. Um, our yeah, shows can be 30 special. minutes a piece because we're 30 minutes. <laughs> You're 30 minute girls, honey. Like, I don't have much to say. Like, not every week, I though. About that too. I'm like, yeah, no. not not every week. Of course, we're going to take off seasons. Like, <laughs> we got a vacation and shit, like the housewives. Absolutely. Stir the pot a little, simmer some drama on Twitter, you know. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of Twitter, okay, guys, it's Thursday right now. We're actually going to upload this podcast in a few hours. So if you're listening to this before Real Housewives of New York comes out, please follow us on Twitter at blah, 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 black and tweet about Real Housewives of New York. And we will be, you know, retweeting y'all, liking y'all tweets, responding, adding our own thoughts and everything because we have been live tweeting lately. 
and it's been fun it's been mm-hmm. lit especially hearing the different opinions and seeing what you guys vote on the polls oh <laughs> i God. love it we love polls i love we it. love when we love feedback so please let us know who you would want to be on a spinoff show with okay all right until next time guys thanks for tuning in bye